Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the last episode of the season. And today we're going to talk about habits. So the habits kind of that we form in our day to day and basically looking at a habit as being some kind of regular practice, regular tendency, regular reaction sometimes that's really hard to give up. Okay, so it's a routine behavior that we almost do automatically. We almost do subconsciously without putting too much thought into it. So just going to address those today, talk about what's the bad side and look at maybe um, some ways we can start to be more conscious in our behavior and some good tendencies to pick up that we can help start to put in place to really help us be more conscious of our habits and make sure those habits are working for us instead of working against us. Now, when you look at a habit, I think sometimes they're the hardest ones to identify because they are so automatic, okay? So what I want to do today, and basically what I'm going to encourage you to do today, is really consider, hmm, what might be some of your habits? Are they working for you or are they working against you, okay? So if you Google anything on habits, basically what you're going to stumble across is what's called the habit loop. And basically that habit loop, it walks us through um, what we're getting from that habit. So the first thing that it starts with is a cue or what I would call a trigger. Okay, so something triggers you to want that behavior or something triggers you to want that habit. Okay, so maybe... um, if it's maybe if smoking's a habit of yours or drinking's a habit of yours or eating junk food or watching TV. And so maybe that trigger for you is when you see that behavior yourself or when you feel stressed, maybe what are some things you do? Or maybe it's getting home after a really hard day or maybe a harder conversation, maybe a conflict conversation. And so what you're doing is that will usually participate in that routine behavior. So that automatic behavior. And basically that behavior is going to really be associated with us as an individual as relief. Okay. So we've made the connection in the past. Hmm. When I did that behavior, when I did that action, I felt better. So then the more we kind of feel that relief, then the next time we're in that similar situation, that trigger situation, we're really encouraged, like kind of internally, to want to seek out that behavior because it felt good last time. And so the whole big thing about a habit is that we really get some type of reward from that behavior, okay? Like it's a sense of, relief or a sense of pleasure or a sense of gratification or anything like that. So it's going to usually allow us to make that connection in our heads that hmm, once I get triggered, if I do A, then I feel better. Now, the crazy thing about habits is that's not necessarily the case. And so what I mean by that is 
just because we feel relief or we give that gratification or pleasure title to that habit, it doesn't necessarily mean it's good for us in the long term. Okay, so let's think, let's think about one of mine before used to be having a glass of wine. Okay, now mind you, I don't think, you know, alcohol in moderation can be totally okay. It's definitely something that I have um, slowly started to do less of just because I don't like the way it feels in my body. But that was a personal choice. So just thinking back on when I really did enjoy that glass of wine. Now that glass of wine was such a habit because what used to happen is let's say I had a hard day at work and I was stressed. Oh, then I would start like really looking forward to, oh, that glass of wine is so nice. Oh, that allows me to feel so relaxed. It allows me to reset from that day. Now here's the dangerous thing. I'm giving all of that credit to that glass of wine. And you can kind of imagine for a second how that can start to create some bad habits or bad tendencies in your life to start to show up. Okay. So basically I was giving this sense of relief or gratification or pleasure to a glass of wine when in reality it was the kind of debrief that went along with that. So here's the crazy thing. (laughs) I could have given that sense of relief or that sense of pleasure to a big glass of water or a big glass of lemonade (laughs) or a meditation or a yoga class. I could have chose any behavior to add it to, but because I kind of learned that behavior, that hmm, glass of wine equals relaxation. Then whenever I had a stressful day or whenever I had a hard conversation, I used to crave a glass of wine. Now you can, as I said, look at how that can start to show up kind of negatively in your life. Because whenever you really need something, sometimes it ends up being that crutch. And a crutch is not usually something that's going to benefit us in life. Okay, so it's about... It's not about shaming us about what our crutches are or what our habits are. It's about trying to encourage us to ask the questions of, do I really need this right now? Is this good for me right now? A great question I try to ask is, how is this serving me for what I want to achieve? How is this serving me for my positive um, life path or the choices I want to make? or the results I want to get in the future. So those habits, when they're negative, it can allow negative behavior to just be so accepted in our day to day. And it, like I said, it's so subconscious, we don't actually realize that we're doing it. It's because it's that automatic knee jerk reaction. So I mentioned the wine. So just imagine I'm in a tough conversation at work. Okay. Something that might have popped in is, oh, can't wait to get home and get that glass of wine. So basically what I'm doing then is I'm feeling that tense, awkward kind of feeling. And I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to relax and be in the right frame of mind until I have that glass of wine, which is a bad correlation there. It's a bad connection and it's not necessarily a true connection. It's just something that I've attached and given meaning to 
over and over and over again. When I felt that trigger, I wanted to feel good immediately. So I wanted that wine. And that wine allowed me to make that connection in my head to feel relaxed and to feel stress-free. So once again, I was giving that habit way more power than it actually had. And a dangerous thing becomes when we give a whole bunch of power to some kind of bad habit, then we start to feel that we need it, that we absolutely need it. In reality, we don't. So it's about trying to really, in a way, catch ourselves from that automatic reaction, that automatic behavior or that subconscious behavior and really start to show up more presently and to be more conscious of the actions that we take to allow ourselves to feel better. Here's the thing. I get it's super easy, like so much to say, and it's so much harder to practice. The thing is with these unconscious behaviors, with these habits that we've formed, they're so subconscious that sometimes they're not even hitting our radar. Sometimes we're not even realizing that we're actually doing them to feel better. So the first step that we kind of need to take is to really analyze the actions that you're taking to seek pleasure. What are they? So great word, great place to start is asking you the question of when you're stressed, what are some things that you do? Think about it for a second. When you feel stressed, when you feel awkward, when you feel insecure, what are some of the things that you seek out in your life to do? And then the next question becomes, are those habits, are those things that you have in place productive? Are they helping you reach those life choices? Are they helping you work towards those results that you want in your life? Or are they maybe just bad habits that you've kind of learned over the years? So really great place to start is asking the questions, what do you do when you feel those uncomfortable emotions? And then the things that we do, how are they serving us? How are they serving us to living our best life and our best versions of ourselves. I can think of so many of those bad behaviors that I've participated in, I still fight with daily, or that I hear people fight with all the time. And I think the more we talk about those bad behaviors and the more we, and I feel like this is the the kind of commonality throughout this podcast is it's about holding ourselves accountable and really checking in and holding ourselves accountable to the choices that we're making. When I'm seeking comfort, when I am seeking pleasure, when I am seeking joy, what do I do? And then are those things that I'm participating in serving me or working against me? Now, the thing is, some of these habits are not going to be that bad for us in moderation, but it's about what I'm talking about. The danger line that I see is when we do them subconsciously, 
So when we're not even aware of the connection that we have with them or the tendency or reaction that we show up and do that behavior without even knowing, okay? It's so ingrained in us. It's so automatic. So I can think of so many that pops up in my life in kind of the things that I've been noticing and the things I currently struggle with, you know? The sad thing is just because we recognize it's a habit, it doesn't make it easy to get rid of it, okay? It doesn't make it, you know, this magical event that we acknowledge it and it disappears. The thing is, it's like anything else in life. We have to make a conscious effort to show up and use our tools and use the things that really work in line with who we want to be in life and then hold ourselves accountable to really show up in that manner. Now that once again, I always want to remind us that doesn't mean that we're not going to make mistakes. We're not going to fall into old habits and old behaviors. That's a part of it. And I don't know if that ever disappears. You know, I've been doing this journey myself for 10 years and it's not disappeared. You know, I still get old habits and old tendencies that creep in. Now, the thing that I do get better at the thing I do get better at is acknowledging when it's happening. Or maybe I acknowledge just after it happened. So it's a self-awareness piece. I like to believe it's almost like that muscle you're flexing. And the more you build up that muscle of self-awareness and to be conscious of our actions, the quicker we catch ourselves, the stronger that muscle becomes Therefore, the more likely it is that you'll be able to catch it before it happens, or you'll be able to catch it quickly after. And then maybe the next time it happens, maybe as you're doing it. Okay, so the whole goal is to empower, encourage, invest in ourselves so that we do make better choices that really serve us and complement the way that we really want to be in our life. You know, the, the best self, the version that we really want to hold ourselves accountable to. To think of some more bad habits that I know exist, like I said, within my past or other people around me and what I hear, I, I do want to reiterate the alcohol one because I see it as a huge one and I see that we give it way too much power. And I'd say it's the same with, you know, even recreational drugs or, you know, you can blanket cigarettes in there and we give it this power that it's this oh, thing that makes us feel relief when really that's not the thing that allows us to feel relief. And I think that's the point I really want to stress here. You can give that power to anything. Like I had mentioned with the wine, you could do it with a big glass of water or you could think of better habits that serve the way you want to live your life. So for me, I look at meditation and it's a big part of my day-to-day life. Yoga, big part of my day-to-day life. So those are good habits that I have found that serve me and allow me to live a better quality life and allow me to show up more in tune with how I feel I am. 
and it allows me to feel good, which as an old habit of mine, dealing with the same things would have been the wine, so a quick reaction of a drink right away, or maybe watch TV. Oh, I just want to numb out. I just, I don't want to think about things. I just want to lay there. Now, mind you, (laughs) you know, things have its place. But what I'm trying to bring the connection to is when it's automatic and when it's not conscious. Okay. So I'll give you an example that I fought with just this weekend. Okay. Like, come on, guys. I'm talking about this on a a biweekly basis for the podcast. I talk about this five days a week with my job. And it's very conscious in my day to day. And I still struggle. So I just want to remind you, if you're struggling and it's hard, you're not alone. We're all just trying to do the best we can with what we got. And the only help or the only, the hope of this podcast is that it helps you feel supported. It helps you feel like there's other things out there maybe you could try on to see if they fit better for the version that you really want to invest in. Now, back to the weekend. So I noticed this weekend I was really tired. I was tired and I felt like just sitting down and watching TV. Now that's not doesn't sound that bad, does it? But the thing was, when I dug deeper, I was bored and I just wanted to really not think about it. Now, mind you, there was still lots of stuff I could be doing, (laughs) but I wanted to just not show up in that moment. So I watched an episode of a show and then another and then another. And then I started to realize, wow, I'm just totally wasting my day here. (laughs) Whereas in my more conscious behavior, what I started to notice was wait a sec, Jill, you're hitting play again. Why are you hitting play again? What's something more productive that's going to allow me to invest in me? So then I started practicing showing up with some of the tools and techniques that I kind of invested over the years in. So one of them was to, after a show, stop it. Stop the show, no matter what. And just kind of give yourself that headspace break and go do something positive. So then I would interrupt that kind of flow of unconscious behavior by going to do something conscious. So maybe that's a meditation. Maybe that's going out and watering my garden. Maybe that's going to do a laundry or going to do a load of laundry. But basically what I was doing is I was taking an unhealthy behavior that, let's be honest, how good do you feel after sitting down and watching like three episodes of something straight? Usually not really pumped and energized. Sometimes I know for myself, I feel very lethargic. I feel bored after it. I feel almost like that I wasn't using my brain and that annoys me. So it feeds in to a lot of down kind of negative emotions. So I need to be aware of that. And so guys, it's going to be different for everybody. Mind you, maybe TV is not something you fall in the quicksand with. Maybe it's food. 
You know, I, I think of food, Nutella used to be one of mine. I'm sure I've mentioned that a billion times. And it still is. I have to have more conscious behaviors around those things because I know I kind of dance a slippery line with them. You know, I can go down a slippery slope. And the reason I call it a slippery slope is because after it, it does not allow me to feel good. I don't feel great after it. I don't feel like I've given quality to myself. I feel like I've just maybe in a way numbed myself. I went for that cheap high of feeling good. And in reality, it's not going to allow me to move in the direction that I'm hoping to continuously move towards in my life. Okay. The thing is, I can spend this whole episode talking about different bad habits that we tend to crutch ourselves with. We tend to lean on, we tend to implement so that we we get these false senses of feel good, okay? Another big one that I've battled with is social media. So I see such a, a positive kind of capability or positive potential that social media can host. So like really encouraging each other and supporting each other and staying connected with each other. And then I also have to be very aware that checking social media consistently or, you know, a whole bunch in a day, it's not going to serve me well. You know, when I'm using it for that surge of positivity, that's great. But when I'm doing that unconsciously, when I'm just scrolling through my phone, that's not really serving me. That's not really adding quality to my life. So it's about, like I said, trying to be more conscious of the behaviors that we incorporate and show up with in our day-to-day life. It's not about the blaming and shaming. It's just about trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work for us. You know, it's that practice, it's that growth of self-awareness. And if we don't do that for ourselves, nobody is going to be able to do that for us. Just like happiness, right? Nobody can give you happiness. You have to invest in yourself to be able to feel those great feelings. That's an investment. Okay. So it's looking at how can we as individuals be more accountable, to be more aware, to be more present to really practice that self-awareness with our actions. And the more we can do that in our day-to-day, the more we really come from a place of that conscious behavior, the more we come from a place of quality versus automatic reactions and negativity or scarcity. And learning that, what it is for you, what are some of your automatic behaviors, what are some things that are maybe not so positive, that are showing up and not really encouraging you to live your best life. It's about trying to bring that self-awareness into each of your actions. And the more that we can do that, the more that we start to eliminate those bad habits 
And hopefully we start to replace them with those better serving habits, those more conscious acts, those more conscious behaviors that really allow us to show up in our best way and live our best life. To do that, sometimes we have to, you know, like I know, I can only talk about what I've done. And for me, I made a list of things that weren't serving me and that I felt were working against what I was trying to achieve or feel. And then I also made a list of what are some great habits? What are some habits I wanted to expand and encourage in my day to day? So those are things, I already said a couple, but like meditation, yoga, gratitude list was one of them. Being present in a moment. So maybe it wasn't a full-on meditation. Maybe it was just a mindful moment. You know, exercise was another thing. Really being present in a conversation was another thing. Eating healthy was another thing. So basically, I wrote down a whole bunch of things that really make me feel good and make me feel better about me in not only that moment, but also an hour later or also the day after. I used to look back and be like, yeah, that was quality. That was good. So then what I used to try to do is take those good behaviors, those good habits, And try to continuously replace them with maybe the things that I learned weren't serving me anymore. So it took me making that conscious choice. And it wasn't just one conscious choice. It was continuously as I live my life, as I show up, I try to hold myself accountable to those good behaviors. So, for example, let's go back to the wine scenario, you know, let's say now I've had a really stressful day at work. Does wine pop into my head? Yeah, not going to lie, probably does. But it's not so automatic now. Now, instead of jumping on that connection that I have built in my brain, that brain connection that, ooh, wine, feel good. Now I've also got a whole bunch of other connections in my brain. So now when I have that stressed out moment, I go, hmm, well, I know meditation is going to make me feel better and I can think about it. And another thing that maybe pops up is, hmm, I know if I went for a walk, I'll start to feel good. I know if I work out, I'll feel like I have more energy or that I'm coming from a place of happy and good and positivity. So really... The big piece here is twofold today. So the first thing is being conscious of our actions, being conscious of the behaviors that we do. So acknowledging what are our habits? What are the things we lean on? And then asking yourself the question, are they serving you? Are they allowing you to feel better about yourself. And here's the thing. Here's the distinction. I don't want you to think immediately, do they allow you to feel better? I want you to take note. I want you to take note as soon as you partake in it. I want you to take note an hour later. And I want you to take note the day after. And did that 
habit allow you to feel like your best self, allow you to feel genuinely better? And I think that's the question we have to start asking ourselves more and more. Now, the more that we can do that, then we start to replace those habits that are not serving us so well with the habits that are actually quality and investment. And then we start to replace them. So the goal is to be able to stop with that automatic unconscious behavior and show up with a more conscious effort, show up with a more active role in our life, as opposed to that less conscious, that subconscious reaction. Then I would encourage you to look at, do you feel better? Do the same checkpoints. Check with yourself an hour after. You know, check with yourself, sorry, the immediate after, then the hour after, and then the day after, and see if it served you. See if it legitimately helped. And the more we can be present in our lives, I feel the more we're going to replace those unconscious negative behaviors with more quality, good habits, so that it's not coming from a place of unconsciousness, it's coming from a place of thoughtfulness and quality and conscious effort to allow ourselves to really show up, be an advocate for ourselves, and be an advocate for the results that we want in our life. Now, before we wrap up today, the last episode of the season, woo, can't believe it, another one has gone by, but I want to go back to the social media piece because I know that's a huge one. And as I do a course on the science of well-being, which I'd highly recommend through Corsia, I think it's actually through Yale, but the Corsia site offers it. And I know she mentions a lot in it how bad social media can be. So I think the more we become conscious as we're participating in social media, the better it will serve us. So when social media becomes one of those bad habits, unconscious habits, so like our, when you're bored at an appointment, do you flip through your phone? When you're waiting for the bus, do you flip through your phone? When you're in the elevator, do you flip through your phone? So those are more unconscious kind of reactions, you know, so really limiting yourself, you know, which I've tried to do and it's hard. You have to catch yourself continuously. So I'm trying to only check social media once a day. That's one of the areas that I'm trying to grow in and just check it once a day. That's it. Okay. To limit my exposure to it and to really be more conscious when I'm actively showing up and looking at the social media. So when I go to grab my phone and sometimes I don't notice it until like a minute in, but you know, I'm starting to get better with when I go to grab my phone, asking myself the question, what am I doing here? Why am I scrolling through social media? What's something more quality that I could be replacing this with? What's a better habit that allows me to serve me and feel better about myself? Now, guys, as we wrap up today, I really want to reiterate 
some of the stuff that I've considered bad habits, that's bad habits for me. I have done the digging, I have done the questioning of myself, and I have figured out what's not serving me and what is serving me. So some of the stuff that I've mentioned as a bad habit might not be a bad habit for you, okay? So just because it's not adding quality to my life, it might be adding quality to yours. So just because I mentioned it as one of the things I'm working on, it's not a slight against anybody. We all have our own triggers. We all have those negative habits. The only thing that I'm hoping to encourage today is to come from a place of more conscious behavior. So all I'm trying to pitch is look at those tendencies that you do when you're feeling uncomfortable or when you're feeling bored and check in with yourself because only you can answer the question for you. So just ask, is this quality to me? And if it is, maybe go deeper. Why is this quality for me? What is this giving me? How is this serving me and allowing me to be the best me and allowing me to or support me to really show up the way I want to in my day to day? Okay, so that's it. I'm just trying to get us and encourage because I know that's an area that I had to work on and I still show up and I really make that conscious effort to try to be better with some of my habits. So just to try to be more conscious about what I am doing and why I am doing it. And that is where I am going to leave you for this season. Okay, just another layer, another idea, another encouragement to really show up and ask yourself, is this serving me or is this working against me and what I am trying to achieve? Guys, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to take time out of my life and show up for this podcast. I really do believe in the message of supporting each other, encouraging each other, and really just sharing what's a win and maybe what's not worked for me or what has worked for me. (laughs) So really just trying to open up the space for encouragement and to allow that self-awareness journey to continue. I always encourage you guys, reach out, get in contact with me if you want. Um, Really, really encourage you to show up and rate the show. So leave a review. Love to hear from you, from the listeners, just to see how it's landing for you, what are maybe some of your struggles, what's some stuff that you want to hear about, and we'll really make that effort to put that content within the next season, okay? Always love to hear from anybody, like I say, who's doing this work. It's not easy, and yet it's what's going to allow us to live our best lives. It's what's really going to allow us to continue to add more quality and allow us to get that feeling of joy and happiness. So I wish you all the best as you go through your summer, and hopefully it's awesome, and for the rest of the year. And I will see you guys again in January 2021, where we will continue to talk about things that help us invest in our best selves. 
So go and have a beautiful day and encourage each other to do this work, show up for each other, support each other, and never ever forget. It's always up to you to power yourself. <laughs>